goodness. We thank the Lord for his loving kindness. And we thank the Lord for another day that he has blessed us to come out to worship and to hear a word from the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord that we may worship him. Amen, somebody. So we're here tonight to bless the Lord regardless of the weather or the situation or the circumstances. God is yet in control. Amen, amen. Tonight you'll find me in the book of Acts. Acts the 8th chapter and verses 1 through 4. I'll be reading out of the NIV tonight, the new international version. Amen. When you're having it, say amen or shake your head or just smile. Praise the Lord. And that way we know that you were there. And Saul approved uh, of their killing him on uh, the day a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaritan to godly men buried Stephen and mourned for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. But Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Fourth verse. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. And I'd like to use for thought tonight the attraction and expansion of the kingdom. The attraction and the expansion of the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you for this time. Speak to our hearts and our minds as we go into your word. Give us ears to hear and a mind to obtain what the Spirit says to the church. Forgive us for our sins in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. And we give you the praise. And the people of God said, Amen. 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 The kingdom without limits on earth. The kingdom of God is eternal and secure without restriction. The kingdom cannot be stopped, contained, controlled, or bought. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Psalms 103 verses 19 and 20 NIV evangelists, if you have it. 
Appreciate it very much. Psalms 103, 19, and 20. Mm -hmm. The Lord. The Lord has established. Mm -hmm. The Lord has established his king, his throne mm -hmm. in heaven. Mm -hmm. So the Lord has established, already established, already established his throne. Mm -hmm. His throne in where? In heaven. Uh-huh. And? And his kingdom rules over all. And his kingdom rules over all. His kingdom. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord, you his angels, mm -hmm. and you mighty ones who do his bidding. That do his bidding. Who what? Who obey his word. Who obey his word. Uh-huh. So the Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Thank you Jesus. Psalms 145 and verse 13 and I read real quickly. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Your kingdom mm -hmm. is an everlasting kingdom. Your kingdom. <laughs> give you everlasting life for everlasting kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your, and your dominion endures through all generations. Through all generations. It don't stop. It continue to move. Uh-huh. The Lord is trustworthy uh -huh. in all he promises. In all he promises, he is trustworthy. If God told you that he's going to bless you, you need to walk with the spirit of expectation. Hello, somebody. Amen. He promised to bless you. And when you look at the promises of God and you say, well, it ain't happened yet. You got to look how God is still giving you longevity because he promised to bless you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get your blessing because he promised it in this life. Uh-huh. And faithful in all he does. He's faithful in all that he does. So, the permanency of the kingdom. The kingdom cannot be destroyed. Amen. It cannot be destroyed. Amen. Religion can, but the kingdom cannot. Let's go to Daniel's, the seventh chapter of Daniel, verse 13 and verse 14 and then 17 and 18 NIV. Yes. Daniel, 7th chapter. Mm -hmm. Verses 13 and 14 and then 17 and 18 NIV. Uh-huh. In my vision uh -huh. at night, at night, I looked uh -huh. And there before me was one like a son of man. One was like the son of man. Uh huh. Coming with 
the clouds of heaven, mm -hmm. he approached the ancient of days mm -hmm. and was led into his presence. Into his presence. He he was given authority, mm -hmm. glory, and sovereign power. Come on. All nations and peoples mm -hmm. of every language worshipped him. Worship him. Uh-huh. His dominion is an everlasting dominion. His dominion is an everlasting dominion. Uh-huh. That will not pass away. Will never pass away. Uh-huh. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Never ever will be destroyed. 17. Mm -hmm. The four great beasts are four kings mm -hmm. that will rise from the earth. That will rise from the earth. Uh -huh. But the holy people of the Most High Come on. will receive the kingdom mm -hmm. and will possess it forever. Oh, man, too much. That's too much right there. Okay. You're giving me too much right there. Lord, I appreciate it. I thank you. You see, but the people of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it. Lord have mercy. You ain't never possess anything. Get it to the kingdom. Possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Forever, mm -hmm. forever and ever. Thank you, Jesus. It cannot be destroyed. I don't care how you look at it. And if you look at what's happening, it's religion versus kingdom. Everybody is so religious, but no one wants to take the time to understand the kingdom of God. The 13th chapter of Matthew really explains a lot. And a little bit Jesus said, he said, I'm here. I'm here, John. John, I'm here. I'm the kingdom. I'm here. And all of them that are here, they got to repent. Mm -hmm. And then come to me and come to my kingdom. Mm -hmm. So the kingdom in conflict. The kingdom exposes the true nature of religion and creates its first conflict. So, let's look at Acts 1 and 2 again. And saw what? Acts, I'm sorry, Acts 8 chapter, verse 1 and 2. Uh-huh. And, and Saul. Saul approved of their killing. Mm -hmm. On the day, on that day, a great persecution broke out. On that day, great persecution broke out. Do you not know that persecution manifests the kingdom of God? Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Uh huh. Against the church in Jerusalem. Uh huh. And all except the apostles were scattered mm -hmm. throughout Judea and Samaria. Mm -hmm. Godly men buried Stephen. They buried Stephen behind the simple fact Saul had him killed. They stoned the deacon to death. They stoned him. Mm -hmm. And so the men that loved the deacon, they buried him. And they mourned deeply for him. So, the persecution of the kingdom 
was from religious folk or religion was fighting against the kingdom. The same problem then, the same problem now. They fight against the kingdom. They don't even understand it. But if they receive the Holy Ghost, it will direct them into the kingdom of God. So the kingdom exposes religion. Saul, guilty of blood. He was guilty of it. Persecution, positive effect, scattered the kingdom representatives. Them that represented the kingdom, they were scattered because of persecution through the region along with the message and the power of the kingdom. So persecution scattered them to preach about the kingdom. If you ever notice about people, when they get saved, that's what they do. They don't want to do nothing else. Thank you, Jesus. Clap their hand, dance a little bit, sit down. No, you got to be filled, and then you got to be sanctified. Another way, he separates you, really, from yourself and from others that don't mean you no good. He wants you to stay focused on Jesus. If you stay focused on Jesus, you're going to find out there's going to be a lot of persecution, lying, and everything going to come at you because you mean business with God. God's kingdom grows through persecution. It does. Let's go to Mark, the seventh chapter, verses eight and nine. NIV evangelist. Amen. Have it. You can. Talk to me a little bit. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. St. Mark, the seventh chapter, verses eight and nine. Uh-huh. You have let go of the commands of God. You have let go of the commands of God. Look at the people. They have let go of God's commands. God didn't move the way that they wanted him to move. He didn't move fast enough. So they ran to the devil. Mm, mm, mm. And when they run to the devil, he will bless them just to keep them from being in the presence of God. He make it his business to keep them down. And they don't realize that once you leave God, you are down and out. So you have let go of what? Of the commands of God mm -hmm. and are holding on to human tradition. You're holding on to human tradition. And that's what you find in churches. Tradition and religion. Number nine. And he continued, you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God. Did you hear that? He said you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God. Look at the body of Christ. They make excuses why they don't fellowship. But when they get in trouble, a pastor, can you pray for me? Can you come to the hospital? Can you lay hands on me? You should have enough power now to lay hands on yourself. Amen. But when you can't help yourself, when you come to the church, he said, anointed with all. He said, what? 
Let the elders of the church lay hands on them and they shall receive their healing. Folk don't believe in it. They believe in the doctors more so than they believe in what the word of God says. And remember, the doctors are practicing. They license the practice to make a guinea pig out of you. Hello, somebody. Amen, everybody. Set aside the commands of God. What? In order to observe or your tradi your own tradition. Your own tradition. Put God's commands to the side in order to observe their own tradition. Matthews 15, verses 1 and 2, NIV, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. The attraction and expansion of the kingdom. The kingdom is very attractive, but, but he say, you can have eyes and don't see. And you can have ears and don't hear. Number one. Then some Pharisees and teachers of the law mm -hmm. came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked, but they asked, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? Why, why, why they, 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 the tradition, they broke the traditions of elders. And this is what he's saying. What? They, they don't wash their hands before they eat. They don't wash their hands before they eat. They got Jesus with them. In other words, he's telling them, go ahead and eat. They using tradition. You can't eat until you clean your hand or do this or do that or do this. And they question Jesus. Hmm. Isn't it amazing how folk can question you in the church and religion? Yeah, yeah. In the traditions. Yeah. But in the kingdom of God, ain't no questioning. Hmm. It's take the command of God and live in it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you're a citizen, you have rights. Everybody holler about rights. Uh-uh. It ain't no gay rights. No, 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 no. The rights, not in the kingdom. People making their own rights. Right and wrong. But that ain't what the kingdom says. It says a whole new different thing. So, kingdom is tested. Look at the third verse of Acts 8. It's tested. NIV, Acts 8 and 3. I know I've read it, but I want to go back in it so you can see what really happened here. But Saul. But Saul began to destroy the church. He began to destroy the church. It's amazing when, when fire come at the church, they run to God. They run to help, help. Saul was a maniac. He was good and crazy. God said, him? I'm going to use him. His persecution really built the kingdom because they ran and scattered and they preached about the kingdom. Right. <laughs> they destroyed the church going what? Going from house to house. Mm -hmm. He dragged off both men and women. He was dragging them out their houses. Locking them up. He was locking them up. Because the simple fact, they belong to God. They were kingdom citizens, and the, all of them got locked up, except the apostles. Mm -hmm. So well, the, 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 that persecution gave the apostles a kaboom mm -hmm. to go do their work 
Did you hear what it said? They'll do their work. Uh huh. And he put them in prison. So, religious zeal is the greatest enemy of the kingdom. Religious zeal. It is the greatest enemy of the kingdom. Your greatest enemy is those that say they are of God or in God. Because they can say one thing and flip in a minute. But in the kingdom, God said, I ain't having that. See, religious folks, they switch up on you. Yes, they smack you with tradition. You do what I say, do. But last time that I checked with the word, the word says what God say, I do. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen, everybody. Amen. The church cannot be destroyed. Only religion. We the church. Religion that we were uh, 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 breed up on. We brought up on. Because we didn't know. But since we didn't found out about the kingdom and the New Testament, the Old Testament spoke about it, but it came in the Matthews. He said, now since you know about it, he said, you should be preaching nothing else. Right. You're supposed to be talking about the kingdom. And the more you talk about it, people say, oh, I ain't never heard that before. I looked at the, I looked at the seminars, I looked at the schooling, you know, I looked at the, uh, the Bibles, I looked at all of the, the colleges, all the stuff that I spent time in going, they never had a course on the kingdom of God. And I asked the question I never got in my junior year. I said, well, what is the difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God? And they looked at me like I had a problem. I wanted to know. So I investigated. And when I investigated, I had to what? Clean up my act in religion. I had to back that thing up. Stuff that I had, religious sermons I was going with, I had to put that stuff away. Jesus said, no, preach the kingdom. Yeah. Preach the kingdom. Preach the kingdom. People don't understand it, but you have to be taught. Folk don't want nobody to tell them nothing. Hello. Men and women equally suffered and put in prison. Now, if women and men were put in prison, then Hear me now, because they were really citizens of the kingdom. Why can't a woman preach today? If she suffered like a man, she went to jail like a man, why can't she preach with the man? Hello? Because I, I don't believe in no woman preacher. Well, I, I had the question, I don't believe in no woman preacher, no male preacher, but I believe in Holy Ghost preaching. They got the Holy Ghost, come forth with the word. Hey, if a jackass came up and said, hey, oh, hear the word. Somebody would say, what in the world is going on in that church? Folks don't believe He said, hey, you jackass. Hello? Amen. Amen. Let's deal with the ambassador, Philip. Let's go to Acts, still 8th chapter. I'm in this chapter here. I might flip out of it and come back in. But at 8th chapter, Verses four through seven, and let, let, let's look what's happening here. This is the ambassador Philip. That's what he talked about the kingdom. He has some power. <laughs> Come on. Those who had been scattered preached the word 
wherever they went. And he was one of them. <laughs> he was scattered. That persecution heavy. He got to get on out of there. But he was scattered. But what he did, he was an ambassador. Uh-huh. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. He proclaimed about him there. Uh-huh. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, mm -hmm. they all paid close attention to what he said. They said, listen, he performed something. He was doing signs and wonders and miracles. Oh, Lord, tell me what can be happening in the kingdom. All you got to do is accept and repent so he can restore and bless you so he so you can work and talk about his kingdom. Uh-huh. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many. All kind of demons came out of food. Because Ambassador Philip was operating from the kingdom of God. Lord, help us up in here. Uh-huh. And many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. They were healed. Do you not know that the governor was happy about this boy? Because see, the governor had to take care of them people. But he comes on the scene. These people are uh, blind, crippled, crazy, lame. He healing them. Right. The governor said, I like him. Right. Keep him here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the kingdom expands culture, race, and prejudice. The kingdom demonstrates its presence with power to change. You just can't get in there. There's got to be a change. The eighth verse of Acts 8. So I there mean, was great joy uh -huh. in that city. It was great joy in that city because Philip was doing something. Yes, it was. So the attraction of the kingdom. Let's look at Acts 8 verse 9 to 14. Am I going too fast? No, okay, I'm excited. Praise the Lord because I know what I'm talking about. Amen, somebody. Amen. Uh huh. Nine to fourteen, and I'll be now. Now, for some time, uh -huh. a man named Simon mm -hmm. had practiced sorcery in the city. Witchy poo, witchy poo, witchy poo, witchcraft. Uh huh. And amazed all the people of Samaria. He had the people amazed because they ain't never seen no power from the Holy Ghost. They ain't never seen it. But this guy was doing sorcery. I tell you. Satan will bless you to keep me here. These people all witchy pulled up. They was looking at the power that Simon had. He was a sorcerer. And they believed in it. What you believe is going to happen. Amen. But it was against God. Uh-huh. Talk to me. He boasted that he was someone great. This he that he boasted. I someone great because I can do stuff with my magic wand. Mm. You witchy pull you. Uh-huh. And all the people, both high and low, mm -hmm. gave him their attention mm. and exclaimed, This oh, oh, oh. he gave them what? They gave him their attention. That's what Satan always wants. Attention. Right. Always. Right. He got to have attention. So if you notice, our thought is the attraction and the expansion of the kingdom. Why? Because the attraction. That is going to bring a change to the believers. It's going to pursue them through persecution to preach the kingdom. To preach the kingdom. To preach the kingdom. Uh-huh. Explain what? This. Attention and explain. This. This man is rightly called the great power of God. They say, wait a minute, Simon. 
you boasted, but this man here, he is rightly called the great power of God. 11. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. Don't, talking about Simon, he was following them. He was doing witchy poo, doing all kind of stuff. And people was looking at that. They said, oh, wow, he got power. But Philip came on the scene. Always remember, always remember, before the real deal is always the phony. Always. Uh-huh. But when they believed Philip, mm -hmm. as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God. Of who? The kingdom of God. He was preaching what? The good news. The kingdom of God. It's good news. Of God. Uh huh. And the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They were baptized, both men and women. Mm -hmm. Simon himself believed, and he was baptized. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Simon did what now? Simon himself believed and was baptized. Mm. Now, now here, listen now. This is the sorcerer. Simon saw and heard. And he looked at this and he said, Simon himself believed and was baptized. But he had a hidden agenda. And he what? And he followed Philip everywhere. Everywhere he went, he was following him. And that's what the devil do. He follow you and study you. <laughs> that's what I keep trying to tell you. Watch out for these instant friends. And what? Astonished? Astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. <laughs> so I'm going to say, man, look, I got to hang around with Philip, man, because this boy got some stuff I ain't never seen. He said, I got to rub rocks and sticks and hit against the wall and, to get something going and Satan ain't operating. But this guy come and speak and lay hands and stuff start to happen. I ain't never seen nothing like this. Uh-huh. 14. When the apostle in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, mm -hmm. they sent Peter and John to Samaria. They sent them there. They sent Big Peter down there. Say, Pete, go ahead and do. Because you remember now, you know, Peter, he, he didn't got, he, he didn't, actually, it came back to God, but he's powerful. Mm -hmm. Persecution. He left God. He felt some type of way. Uh huh. Matthew's 10. 5 through 10. NIV. Talking about the Jesus' disciples. Uh huh. Yes. 5 through 10. The 10th chapter. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Mm -hmm. He said, do not go among the Gentiles mm -hmm. or enter in any town of the Samaritans. Mm -hmm. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. To the lost sheep of Israel because they lost. Uh -huh. As you go, proclaim this message. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of heaven has come near. It had come near. It's here. So I read it. That's what you go preaching. That's what you got to preach. You ain't got to be talking about paradise, and, you know, going over the cow moon, the moon to the other side of the world. No, we ain't talking all that stuff. He said, you preach one thing. You go preach the kingdom of heaven has come near, not prosperity. He said, you got to do some work. Eight verses, what? Heal the sick. Command, that's a command. Heal the sick, what? Raise the dead. Uh-huh. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Who have leprosy that are dirty, that are that, that messed up. What? 
Drive out demons. Uh huh. Freely you have received. Uh huh. Freely get. You can't drive out a demon if you got one in you. No, 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 no. You got to come out of you. Then you can drive them out. He said, freely you have received, freely give. Number nine. Do not get any gold or silver or uh, copper oh, to take with you. Don't get no money. Don't get no food stamps. <laughs> don't get no gold. Don't get no silver. He said, no, nah, don't be hustling. Right. He said, no copper to take with you. What? In your belt, uh huh. No bag for the journey. No bag. No bags of snacks for the journey. Uh huh. <laughs> or extra shirt. Or no extra shirt. He gonna be funky when you get there, but no extra shirt. He gonna make sure you're right. Uh huh. Or sandals. Uh huh. Or a staff. Come on. For the worker is worth his keep. In other words, you work, you gonna be taken care of. Amen. Cut and dry. Amen. God, that, that's his word. So. The kingdom of God exposed and supersedes false power. Mm -hmm. Whenever evil is reigning, religion is there. Wherever evil is reigning, religion is there. Look at, look at the world. Religion is reigning. It's evil. Think about it. I mean, when the Pope came in, they had tanks on Gerard Avenue. They put up these, these what you call these things, they put up on Oklahoma down Broad Street, uh, the five five G things, where they can hit that thing and hit and knock everything, knock, knock, knock for right out the way, you can see everything, know exactly what's going on. Now, if he's a man of God, why do you need tanks and all that kind of stuff? Hello. It was a way evil is raving. Religion is there. Uh-huh. Even when Trump, when he called himself going to that church, putting the Bible out there like he was, I said, look at him. Upside down. Upside down the Bible. <laughs> when evil is what? Raining. Raining. Religion is there. Religion is there. When evil is progressing, the kingdom is not present. Very important. I'll say that again. When evil is progressing, the kingdom is not present. So, the kingdom of God attracts those who are seeking for power. Folk that want power, they're going to seek the kingdom. That's what Simon was doing. He got saved and follow Philip. The kingdom dominates the environment of the earth with miracles. Mm -hmm. So the kingdom persuasion to power. In the kingdom, it is not enough just to believe without the power. Let's go to Acts. 8th chapter, 15 and 16 in our <laughs> I hope I'm helping somebody. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. When they arrived, uh -huh. 
They prepared for the new believers. They prayed. They're, I'm sorry. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers. For the new believers. Uh-huh. There that they might receive the Holy Spirit. That they may receive the Holy Spirit because it's important that you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. 16. Because the Holy Spirit had not yet, had not yet come on any of them. Mm -hmm. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. In the Lord Jesus. In the Lord Jesus. So it is necessary to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit to function effectively in the world. It is necessary. So, the kingdom is not for sale. It's not for sale. Okay? The desire for power is the motive for all men. They want power. Acts 18, I'm sorry, Acts 8, 18 and 20. Getting back to Simon. I want you to see how this, how this guy is. He got saved and followed Philip. He wanted that power bad. He seen how he operated, counterfeit. He thought he could do sorcery and the Holy Spirit. It don't work like that. <laughs> uh-huh. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the lame on the, of the apostle hands, mm -hmm. he offered them money. He said, look, 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 let me, I'm about, can, how much that going to cost? Because I like that. I, I want that power. Huh? Can I get that power? Can I get that power? I paid for that power. Whatever you say, I paid for it. Number 19. And said, give me also the ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hand may receive the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Somebody flipped his wig. Hello, somebody. 20. Peter answered, mm -hmm. may your money perish with you. Cutting right, sir. We don't need your money. He said, let your money perish with you because. Because you thought you could. Because, because you thought you could buy the gift of the of God with, with money. money. And you'd be surprised. He's not the only one like that. No. Which is the warlocks. They look like that so they can say that they got this. I think his name was Dr. Buzzard. Mm -hmm. He had that come to me all. He gave some oil and you put it on a man or a woman. Put it on them. They got to come to you. He had all kind of oil, kind of stuff, a prosperity or red or yellow. Or, you know, all kind of different stuff. And people was all tricked up, you know. That's sorcery. Mm -hmm. They believed it. Some of them seance and all that stuff, sitting around the table and calling the dead. Leave dead alone. They ain't bothering you. Do you not know the enemy, the enemy knows those that are dead? And not only that, he will flip the script and let a spirit, a demon spirit, come in and act like your brother, or your mother, or your sister. Mm -hmm. You call them, but you you miss them, you love them. You know, I, I never, I never get a preacher. I was ministering, and then afterwards, and, and the girl said they had a seance and said that um, you had this table and they said they called on my mother. So they called your mother. Yeah, call my mother. And we looked up. We seen something coming down the steps. And she was coming down and said, Pinky, and she started hollering, screaming. 
So I said, the young skinny. She said, my name is Piggy. I said, that wasn't your mother. She said, yes, it was. It looked just like my mother calling my mother. I said, it was a demon. She can't cross back over. She said, what? I said, that's sorcery. Why are you sitting up in the seance? Crystal ball. Tarot cards. All that kind of stuff. That's, that's satanic. And people use that today. They be saying all kinds of stuff to keep a man or to keep a woman. They use sorcery. They use power. They want to dominate that spirit of that man or that woman. So, you can't buy the Holy Spirit. It's not for sale. It is a gift from God to the believer. So, a kingdom of the heart. Corruption begins in the mind, which is the heart. That's where, that, that's where it starts at. Acts 8, verses 20 to 23. NIV. Mm -hmm. Peter answered, mm -hmm. May your money perish with you. <laughs> because you thought you could buy the gift of God mm -hmm. with money. Mm-hmm. You have no part or share in this ministry. In this ministry. Get up on out of here. That's what he was saying. Get up on out of here because you don't mean the ministry no good. Uh-huh. Because your heart is not right before God. Your heart ain't right. You'd be surprised at the people. They feel that their heart is right and it ain't right. If, if you coming in and being part of the ministry, your job is to go with that leader in his vision to do what he need to do. Not for you to try to split it or to tear it down or try to destroy it. Your heart ain't right. Well, God told me, did God tell you to come? God told me to leave. Well, then God didn't tell you to come either. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Now, 22. Repent of this wickedness. That's wickedness. Uh -huh. And pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you mm. for asking such a thought in your heart. For having such a thought in your heart. You see, that's what you need to do. You got to see the grace right there what Peter was saying. Because, you know, Peter cut you. Yeah. What if Peter ain't cut him? <laughs> Peter wasn't playing. And, and he made before that, before Jesus was crucified, you cutting folk. But after Jesus rose from the dead, Jesus went hunting for him, looking for him, he was a whole new Peter. He was more powerful than his shadow. His shadow healed people. That's power. That's Holy Ghost power. That's kingdom power. Come on. 23. For I see that you are full of bitterness mm. and captive to sin. Captive to sin. He said, you messed up, Simon. You can't buy the Holy Spirit. You've been tricking these folk all these years. And they believe that you are this, this, this boisterous person or you you so highly intelligent. But that's a demon operating. You got saved. You can't be you, you say you said to the Lord, but you followed Peter. I'm sorry, you followed Philip to understand his ways and what he was doing. But when you seen the miracles and the power, you said, Oh no, I got to buy this. He flipped out, I got to buy this. And Peter had to step to him and say, "No, yeah, how much is that rib? I mean, how much is how much is that power? 
How much that power? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how much is that power? <laughs> I want that power. <laughs> I want that power. He wanted it bad. Matthew 12, verses 34, 36, and I'll be. Listen, 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 I explain to him. Uh -huh. You brought a mm. vipers. Mm -hmm. How can you, who are evil, say anything good? How can you say anything good with your evil self? You brought a vipers. You brought a vipers. How can you say anything good? Uh-huh. For the mouth. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Mm-hmm. A good man brings good things. Brings good things. Uh-huh. Out of the good stored up in him. That's stored up in him. So in other words, he's feeding himself with the word and he's doing good things. That's the only thing going to come out of him. You can't be flipping flop. Say, no, that was Lassie. That ain't Lassie. That was a wolf. <laughs> Who driving this shit? Stevie Wonder? In other words, I'm leaving the blood. I said it was a wolf. What'd you say? He said a good man. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. A good man brings good, good things uh -huh. out of the good stored up in him. That's stored up in him. And you'd be surprised. What do people have stored up in them? Is it good or bad? They got to meet Jesus. They think it's cool. They don't want to. They don't. They, they don't want to fellowship. They come here Sunday, looking like an alley cat. Hello, somebody. Right, a wet one. That's right. <laughs> I need prayer. Somebody pray for me. I want to be back this week. No. What happened to the other six days? Mm -hmm. They've already left God. Mm -hmm. They need to repent and come back to the first place of love over again. Thou have left thy first love. Uh-huh. And evil. And an evil man brings evil things Every, out of the evil stored up in that's him. stored up in him. That's what he's going to bring. Uh-huh. But I tell you. Come on, tell me. That everyone will have to give an account on the day. On the day of what? The day what? of judgment. For what? For every empty word they have spoken. Every empty word they have spoken. So, it is possible to be saved, but not converted. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I didn't see that through the years. I've seen so many people that I'm saved, glory, hallelujah. Ooh, I'm saved, but you ain't been converted. Yeah. When you start talking converted, then people pick up attitude. Don't tell me how to change. I can do what I want to do when I want to do because I'm grown. Okay. Kingdom without radical boundaries. Acts 8 and 25. Mm-hmm. After they had. Uh-huh. After they had further proclaimed the word of the Lord. Come on, they preached, they preached the word of the Lord. Uh-huh. And testified about Jesus. Come on. Peter and John returned to Jerusalem. To Jerusalem and what? Preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. <laughs> Doing the work. 
I was looking, I was looking at uh, one of the preachers was preaching and uh, he had an altar call. When they had the altar call, I looked, the people just came down with their hands with a total surrender around the altar. Total surrender and God just blessed the They came with a total surrender to receive from God. A lot of people coming to God, begging God, instead of just receive from God. So, Peter violated his cultural prejudice and radical bias for the sake of the kingdom. He was blessed. He's a nasty joker. But he had to leave that alone because he's preaching the kingdom because ain't no prejudice in it. That's right. He ain't colorblind. The kingdom does not discriminate on the basis of culture or race, but on sin. Oh, yeah. So, the first African kingdom of Vassador. Acts, 8th chapter, verses 26 through 29. Say, but we are in that. Yeah, I'm walking the whole book of Acts. I know the whole chapter of 8th chapter, if you don't mind. Praise the Lord. Because we're going through the whole book of Acts. We'll be here the next year. Praise the Lord. 26 through 29, 8th chapter. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip. What he said? Go south to the road. Mm -hmm. the now, 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 the angel told him this. If the boy wasn't filled with the spirit, he wasn't his name. He said, what you want? Who's you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's your head? You know me like that. <laughs> I got other things I got to do, but he was obedient. This is what he said. Go south to what? To the road, uh -huh. the desert road, mm -hmm. that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Mm -hmm. So he started out, mm -hmm. and on his way, he met an Ethiopian, mm -hmm. Enoch. An important official in charge of all the treasury uh -huh. of Kandak, mm -hmm. which means queen of the Ethiopians. Mm -hmm. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship. Mm -hmm. Now, 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 this part of it, now, he's going to him because the angel told him to go. Now, this guy had treasure, he had money, everything. He was a treasurer. But something happened, I don't want to go. I want, to, I want you to read it so he said, I read that passage. Pastor said, "I want you to see it." Twenty verses, and and on his way home was sitting in the chariot. And on his way home was sitting in the chariot. His he, chariot, his chariot. I'm sorry. And on his way home, he was sitting in his chariot. He was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah, the mm -hmm. prophet. But he says, "The Spirit told Philip." Go to that chariot and stay near it. Did you hear that? <laughs> That's what the Spirit of the Lord told him, but the angel directed him to go down there. You can't tell me that the Spirit of the Lord and the angel of the Lord don't speak to you now. Amen. He speaks. Sometimes we can be so hard and be based and we miss our blessing and get all messed up. The kingdom... The, no, I'm sorry. The king can transfer you anywhere you are needed. Talking about the king. Wherever you need it, he can transfer you there. Mm -hmm. I remember years ago when I first started out in the ministry in 
church ministry and the prison ministry. I would go to the regular prison, and as I operated in the prison system, preaching, volunteering my time, God elevated me to death row. And on death row, is a whole new different world up there. Now you're dealing with folk that never coming out again, folk that have had waited for due dates to die. You know, and I had to have a word for them. And what God gave me is what I've done. Is I gave it to them. And when I looked at it, I'll never forget it. One, one, one brother, he was there. I used to go there for about the third month. I was going to menstrual because they we don't come, they don't come out. You gotta go to the cell right there, sit down on the stool, and you can minister to them and talk to them. That's if you want, this is what you want. You don't want it, you get on out of here. But this you want to do, but you soul business, this is what you want. You go and I minister to him. He was going through and he accepted Christ, so I would encourage him. But he had a, another brother that was in a cell next to him. I could hear him both walking back and forth and they looking. He was he was listening. And when he said to me, and I looked at him and said, I said, how you doing? He wouldn't say nothing. But I checked him out. I looked at his shoes. His strings was gone because he was really a suicide watch. Because they was trying to give him a date to die. And I said to my brother, I said, well, look, I'll see you next week. And I come up and I pray for you. And I said, God bless you. So the other brother said to me, the same one over, he said, how you gonna say God bless you, man? I heard you ask, he asked for forgiveness. Will God forgive me? I said, God will forgive you. And I said, you know, two sins God won't give for blaspheming and, and suicide. And then he said, Well, I messed up. I said, What happened? He was he was a he was a Vietnam vet. They trained him how to kill. Trained him how to kill to go down underground and kill everything. Kids and all, just kill. And he said that he got out, went to a bar, somebody put a Mickey or something in his drink. When they put it in, in there, he was all right. When he got home, his mom went back to Vietnam, back in over, he wiped his whole family out. He destroyed them. They locked him up and they seen that he had a purple heart, they never seen he never had drugs in him, but he was, on life and it was going to give due time and he said how can God forgive me for that man he said my babies I love them and he started crying he said that what kind of God will allow this to happen to me and I started trying to talk to him I said either you're going to listen to me or you're going to I'll wait till you finish and the guard was saying well it's time for you to go I said just give me about 10 more minutes just let me just talk to him he said, when you come, you always talk to him. You'll never talk to him. I said, well, he just now opened it up. It took a few months to open it up. He been hearing what I've been saying. He said, good, very good. And I started talking to him. And I had to go into demonology. When I started explaining to him, especially about demonology, how demons operate, how they can get in and make you do things. And he said to me, what? I said, yeah. He said, but each night I go to sleep, I keep seeing the blood and I keep seeing my, my children. I say the enemy gonna always bring up old stuff, the past, to keep you down. I say, but God can save and He can deliver you. Will you accept Christ now as the Lord of your life? I say, accept Christ, you're gonna get an understanding of what I'm saying. He accepted Christ. And when he accepted Christ, he was he was like, I thank God for you. And he was holding on the cell. He said, When you coming back, when you coming back? I said, I'll be back next week. And I asked him, I asked him, I say, on this, when can I come? Can I get here? 
a little early or whatever. He said, you can come two days before the day you usually come see this guy. I said, no problem. And I go, he's, he's waiting. Now ministry. He accepted Christ, God. Lord, filled him with the Holy Spirit. God filled me. But he said, my, 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 my fight is each night I go to sleep. I keep seeing the blood. I keep seeing my babies crying. I keep seeing, you know. And he said, what is that? I said, satanic forces. And I had his message, Satan peeped into your future. And he saw the glory of God in your life. And he said to me, why would God give me this kind of work or ministry? I say, because of the simple fact, Satan been trying to heal you from day one. But God had his hand upon you. And since God had his hand upon you, you can live now. And if you will see this boy right now, the boy look like an angel, full of the word of God, full of the power of God, he's teaching demonology up there now. So what are you saying? Saying people just need to know that somebody's concerned about them. And it's real. It's real, people. People play these games, you know, and you look at look at the, the our, our young youth today, they are wild and they're wicked. Satan got their minds tricked up. All you got to look at a person wrong, they ready to shoot you. You ain't cool till you shoot somebody, you kill somebody. And that's Satan. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he does. And he does it in a way to what? what he sneaks attack. And then all these unsolved cases that's happening, a lot of them, unnecessary. But they're doing it. Why? Because Satan see that the kingdom of God is growing. Do you why do you think he fights this ministry like he fights it? What am I preaching? I'm preaching kingdom. Yes, sir. And since I preach not religion, kingdom. Religion, listen, religion religion brought me out of tradition. And when I looked at religion, <laughs> kingdom brought me out of religion. And I see the difference. See, God holds us accountable. For what we know, mm-hmm. not what we don't know. Right. Hello, somebody. Amen. So it's important that we understand that. All right, where I stop at? I mean, where did you stop at? You finished at 29. 29. You finished it. You finished what? Acts 8, 29. Oh, Acts 8 and oh, no. 20. Oh, we got to do 29. 29. Acts, the 8th chapter. All right. Verse 29. 29. You did, actually, you did 20 already. 28. You're doing 29. Uh, I'm all in this message. 29. Let me see. 29. I'm trying to finish it up. Say repent. We didn't finish. I didn't do the 29th verse. Of, of Acts, right? Acts 8, 29. I did 28. Okay. All right. Let's do. Uh, we're dealing with the ambassador now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the African ambassador. Uh-huh. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. And stay there. Uh-huh. That was it. He said, and stay there. Mm-hmm. Now, the king transferred you anywhere you are needed. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Right. Different places. All you got different kind of ministries. Mm-hmm. But you got to be effective. Mm-hmm. Philip, Ethiopian, African, descended from Solomon. Comes from Solomon. So, the kingdom needs 
revelation. Wow. Did you hear me? The kingdom needs revelation. Now, Acts 28, 29 through 31. NIV. I had to break this down so I can explain this to you the best way that I can. But I, 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 I see the whole big picture. You're going to see it too when I finish it. You got to see how sound I'm saying. Saint Philip preached the gospel because of persecution. Mm -hmm. And then he reached the sorcerer. Mm -hmm. And the sorcerer loved it. And say, can I buy that thing? Right. <laughs> and Peter had to rebuke him. Mm -hmm. Told him he needed to repent. Because it was in your heart, it's not right. Mm -hmm. Now, 29 of Acts. The, the Spirit. The Spirit told Philip, uh -huh. go to that chariot and stay near it. Stay near it. Stay near it. Sometimes God will do that. He just have you go somewhere and stay near them. Stay, stay close or stay wise. Because something can happen. Come on. <laughs> Then Philip ran up to the chariot uh -huh. and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Come on. Do you understand what you are reading? Mm. Philip asked. Mm -hmm. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. See, he didn't understand <laughs> it. But he went there to worship. Right. He didn't understand it, but he but 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 he knew, Philip knew exactly what he was saying. Mm -hmm. But he said, I don't understand it. I need somebody to what? And what? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Uh-huh. So, the kingdom supersedes religion. He, what he's saying now? Acts 8, 32 through 36. And I read, this is what? This is the message. This is the passage of scripture mm -hmm. that Enoch was reading. What he was reading? He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. <laughs> And as a lamb before its shearer is silent, mm -hmm. so he did not open his mouth. Come on. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Mm -hmm. Who can speak of this descendant, mm -hmm. of his descendants? Mm -hmm. For his life was taken from the earth. His life was taken from the earth. Talking about Jesus. Uh-huh. The Enoch was Phil, asked Philip, mm -hmm. tell me, please, please, please tell me. Who? Who is the prophet talking about? Uh-huh. Himself or someone else? Mm -hmm. Then Peter began with that. No, no. Then Philip. Um, Take it down. Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture mm -hmm. and told him the good news about Jesus. He told him the good news about Jesus. <laughs> he read about him. Now he's getting what? Information from one of what? His disciples. Uh huh. As they traveled along the road, mm -hmm. they came to some water, and the Unot said, mm -hmm. "Look here is look at here, look at here. Uh huh. Is water. Uh huh. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? No way. I want to be baptized. I want some water on me. Take me under merchantman. Why? Because he knew what bat he was explaining to him. It means something when something is explained to you. So. Kingdom responds to kingdom revelation. Kingdom responds to kingdom revelation. Religion, hear me now, preoccupies to kingdom is preached. Can't you see where we all come from? We all come from religion. 
It preoccupied us until the kingdom is preached. Yeah. Until I start preaching the kingdom to you, there's a whole new different avenue. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. Oh, Lord. Help us in here, God. Help us yeah. in here. Acts 8, 36 and 37. As they traveled along the road, mm -hmm. they came to some water. Mm -hmm. And the Unak said, look, here is water. Mm -hmm. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You don't have it? You say you don't have it? Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. That eunuchs answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It came out of his mouth because someone was explained to him. The kingdom demands allegiance to its totally and baptism acts of submission. What are you saying, preacher? Kingdom baptism. You ain't never heard that before. Kingdom baptism. The principle of baptism is the biblical mode of baptism. Acts 8 38 through 40. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but the Lord is educating you spiritually here. Yes, he is. Uh-huh. Acts 8 38 through 40. Mm -hmm. And he gave orders to stop the chariot. He said, stop this thing. <laughs> Got all this money up in this chariot. Stop this thing. Uh-huh. Then both Philip and Enoch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. Mm -hmm. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. It did what? Suddenly took Philip away. Took Philip suddenly and what? And the Enoch did not see him again, mm -hmm. but went on his way rejoicing. Now, he went on his way rejoicing. Philip went another way. But you got to see how the king directed him to go there. The angel told him to go down the road and stand by the chariot. In other words, be news. You listen. You know how you do. Listen, Linda, listen. So it's important that you listen. And he heard that and he explained to him what he read. He baptized him and he said, but went on his way rejoicing. Okay, 40. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled. Mm -hmm. And traveled about preaching the gospel uh -huh. in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Mm-hmm. Baptism was by submission. Knock this throw a little water on you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, you emerge. Come up. It's submission. You're telling the world you're falling behind Christ. And he says that the submission indicated a death and resurrection of newness of life. Philip went preaching 
the kingdom of God. He went on. Why? Because the simple fact he had work to do. Don't think because you didn't win and this person got saved, that person got delivered, that person got healed, that your ministry is over. It ain't finished till God says it's over. So you don't know where he's going to send you. You don't know who he's going to attach to you for you to help them, to educate them, to encourage them. Remember Elijah and Elijah? He said, well, what do you want by your father? He said, well, he said, I want a double anointing what you got. He said, you do? He said, stay close, boy, stay close. And showed up, he got the moving, and God snatched him up. But his mantle came back, when they hit that boy, fell on him. This boy become terrible now. He has his mantle, he has the double anointing that he asked for. And even after he died, when they was at war, and they was at war. They threw the body down on him. And it is called anointed to a bone. This is a sermon for somebody. Anointed to the bone. They say that when they threw the dead man down on, on Elijah's bones, say that the dead man jumped back up. They said, they looked around and said, what the fleecy? He was dead. How he come back up? And he touched them dead man bones down there. It was life was in it. What I'm saying, your anointing is very I hope that this message will help yes, somebody in here today that you go by you be strengthened by it, and remember that the kingdom of God could never be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Not even the church. Church should be wounded. Oh yeah, it persecuted. But that persecution, you know where it sends you? <laughs> it stretches out the kingdom of God because wherever you're going to go, you're going to talk about the kingdom of God. Why? Because the simple fact, you are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this space. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this knowledge. We ask you, God, let us seek in our hearts and our mind that we continue to be sons and daughters that you call us for in times like that. In Christ's name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.